Hey, friend, welcome to the Funny Thing About Parenting podcast. TJ with Melissa here. Hello. Hello. We are wed. We are married. What? And we are doing a podcast we together. We are wed. Wedded? <laughs> we are wedded. We are married. We are wed- <laughs> Let's go with married. We are here together. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We are going to have a great time having a relevant conversation today. <laughs> uh, but honestly, anything that we would what? talk about is relevant, right? We have, relevant to us? Well, relevant to parents. Sure. I think any parent can relate to... I'm not quite sure to, what we're talking about, but yeah, it's totally relevant. Totally relevant. Totally relevant. Uh, you're going to relate. Um, do those two words go together? Relevant and relate. They, um, they, I, would I wouldn't so. say they are synonyms, no, but that's they not are what I meant. similar. They it, connect. Is, is, is um, relate born out of relevance or vice versa? Uh, My English is not great. My grammar is not great, which is a great segue because today we're going to actually talk about things like school, English grammar yes we excuse me hi we just got home from conferences we then put our kids to bed yes we just said good night to them and we came down here to chat with you it's interesting parent teacher conferences did we talk about this last year i can't remember yeah i do remember us talking about this last year because i think last year we kind of had a it was kind of more dramatic with all the kids, like not at conferences, but like our experience, I, f- I feel like we left with like kids crying and screaming. Oh, I see. We so put on it, a it show. It's just like a stressful we parenting we bring, moment. We bring all of our four kids into public. We're bound to put on a show for somebody. I mean, that did actually, it didn't happen, but like we did have a, a crying, screaming child in the hallway. That's right. And another mother walked by and said, I just went through that Stay Strong because it it's also a book fair. They have this book fair where <laughs> it's jammed into this the part of the library. All these parents are there, of course, because we want to pretend like we want we're going to make our kids read more than yes, they actually, especially after being told by the teachers, don't forget you you should be reading every night. It's a killer night. strategy on their part. Twenty to thirty minutes a day, make sure these kids are reading. Our kid, we don't for, enforce that necessarily, but. They've become better readers on their own. Teddy reads the Major League Baseball standings constantly and his fantasy baseball lineup. Um, Among other things, he likes to look through the yearbook (laughs) and read people's names. Yeah. He doesn't love to read. However, he's working on it. Mm -hmm. The girls have enjoyed reading. They've become kind of big readers. You're a big reader. That's probably the reason why. Yeah. Anyway, but anyways, they put this book fair. There's not just books at this book fair. There's like all these glitzy, glammy notebooks and toys. And toys and, and Winnie, little pens. Winnie took one up to the counter. And uh, exp- and our neighbor happens to be volunteering <laughs> at the checkout. So like she knows the person checking people out. And our neighbor was like, this is the closest Winnie's ever been to me. Like physically. Kim's like, Kim's like you should buy this. this you should get lovely. this for her. No. And I'm like, because she thinks off. you're going to give her this. And she puts it out on the register. And then I'm like, then I look at her and she, Winnie just knows that I'm not going to buy this for her. Yeah. I contact, and she grabs it and she runs out in the hallway. I contact is a dead giveaway. Winnie's about to yeah, misbehave I know, yes. in some way. 
Um, so t- yes. parent-teacher conferences were tonight. We won't uh, we won't give you the rundown on how our kids did, although I think it went overall really well. Yeah. My more interesting. Well, you I think you have a one or two things that maybe that that's on your mind because we get home, we plop on the couch, and you're like, I think we should adopt our our daughter's teacher's philosophy in life. And I'm like, <laughs> well, why don't you save that for the podcast? So I've not heard what you're thinking yet. Um, my my thought after the conference, all the teachers were really great. First of all, I love teachers. Mm-hmm. I appreciate teachers a whole lot for what they do. I think teachers are undervalued. I think a good teacher goes a long way in any kid's life. Absolutely. So I love teachers. Um, my grandpa was a teacher. He was a music teacher at a middle school. Mm-hmm. His whole life basically uh was he the only educator in our family i think so i think i have an aunt too but anyway i do have an aunt do you i have, have an aunt that's you a have teacher a couple aunts Maybe. who are in the education system that's true i believe yeah do i mm-hmm. okay that's right i do yes 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 yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now it's coming back to me and a couple cousins who do that as well anyway so i love teachers and we tend to, we always take the teacher's side if there's an issue mm-hmm. first, right? We've right. Got to, let's hear out both sides. Well, there aren't, we're not experiencing any issues right now. Right. So that's not really a thing. Um, but what's interesting to me is, so we, we are in a larger school district. Very large. And the, I think it's the largest in our state. Yeah, it's or big. second largest. It is, it's a big school district, which I... I think it has its own pros and cons, and I'm not unhappy with it. It's just interesting, though, because when if, my assumption, these are just assumptions. I am not an education expert whatsoever. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. But it's interesting to me that um, the way that students are evaluated, mm. it's very, to me, it seems very black and white, very rigid, very metric driven. Right. Um, and that's interesting to me. I don't personally. I don't love that. No, I think I understand. I why. mean, it has to be something measurable, and so it's just like it's just a lot of it's like probably just what they've always done, and the testing maybe has changed a little bit or the metrics, but it's like. And what's interesting to me is at the parent-teacher conferences, right what was late like we got nice comments from every teacher mm-hmm. for th- three uh three of the classes for three of our kids who are in elementary school nice comments but then we look at okay let's look at how your child is growing in this area in that area mm-hmm. and primarily it was here are the numbers in reading and here are the numbers in math yes and here's where they fall on the like Expectation, which line. is great. Like those are essential skills. We need to know how to read and understand and comprehend. And we need like math is important. Mm-hmm. I think is math important. Is yeah. math important? I don't know. <laughs> I was never good at math, so you're asking the wrong person. Because I, I mean, would these say, days you can just ask Google to do a math problem for right. you. Hey, I mean, it's like this this strategy and how you come to solve a problem. But even that. It's like, what about the social, like the social. Okay. So that's where I'm going. So I, right. I think I understand it and I understand why we need to look at the numbers for reading and math. And as a district, there are certain benchmarks 
yes. that we want a certain, we want these kids reaching these benchmarks to prove that we are doing our job basically mm-hmm. as an education system. So I understand all that and I get it. I think it would just be nice to go beyond that. I know. They're always like, do you have any questions like after all these numbers? And I'm like, I just want to know what my kid is like when like socially, <laughs> a, behaviorally, like, no, I just, I'm curious what their personality is like. Cause they are like all of our kids. This is just like, I don't know if other parents can relate, but our kids are much different in the classroom than they are at home, but I don't get to see that. And this is like their first real life experience being away from mom and dad with friends all day with different authority figures and I'm just so curious how that's going not just like oh they're getting trouble or they're listening like I just I'm curious what their person like what they're like because they're a whole new different person when they're not with me right and I don't you put yourself in the shoes of and these no I don't expect t- a right teacher. I know that you're not saying that yeah it, but to 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 like elaborate on all of that for every student that right but that all that to say it would be nice to hear things beyond you know a couple of comments that are more just uh kind of surface level yeah here's what they're like in class they're yes. great or they're trouble yes um this is where i'm seeing them test well and these are some ways to improve or to keep growing in these areas. That's what I'm saying. And maybe totally. that's quintessential middle child here. Because I don't care a whole lot about numbers. No, me Unless either. we're talking about baseball statistics. <laughs> yeah. I love the stories behind the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when the kids get home from school, if we ask them an open-ended question, like, what did you love today? Tenley, our middle child, number two, Typically talks about music class. She loves music. Apparently, she loves to sing. She doesn't sing around us a yes. ton. She wrote that Although, on the form. I love to sing. I'm like, you do? You know what? <laughs> we found, how I know how to get her cranking tunes out. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. This is like a new love that apparently she's had. Forever. She knows words to blank space. It's crazy. <laughs> she's so empowered just singing these words, and I'm belting it in the car with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, where was I? What was I saying? Anyway, she loves music and the kids love art. Teddy loves, of course, gym because he's a 10 year old boy. He loves gym yes. class and recess. and But he also loves math or he's good at math. I don't know if he loves it. I think he loves it. He does like it. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where I was going is I understand the system and I understand what what we're looking at. We only have 15 minutes really to right. look over things. So here's... And the district is asking right. teachers to report so, on these numbers. <laughs> yeah. If it were up to me, I don't know. You know, you know, if you go to a smaller school district or private schools, I'm sure it's a lot different in how they update parents with how, how your mm-hmm. kid is doing. So obviously this is just our experience in a large school district in elementary school, which we're very happy with, by the way. Absolutely. It's just interesting to me. Um, that these are the things that were being shared. Totally, yeah. Okay, what about you? What 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 do you want to change oh. about our lives now after a fifteen minute <laughs> conference with a great teacher? Oh, I so Tenley's teacher, third grade teacher. Um, he he told his class, he's like, uh, 
you I expect you guys to be at conferences because it's not just for your parents. This is about oh, I didn't you. Know that. Yeah, Tenley Tenley said she had to be there. Oh, that's good to know because when the kids sit with us, I'm always wondering: Do the teachers want the kid here? Should we send the kids out? I know. Well, we bring no, all the four other... of our kids into the classroom. <laughs> this is a unique experience. I haven't experienced this be- before, but yeah, he had asked the kids to be present at conferences if possible. And uh, so we sat down, and like it was very much like a like a shared experience with Tenley. Like, like I had asked, like at first, um, he opened it up right away before he dove into like conference stuff, and he was like, um, "Just in case we don't have time later, like, do you what are you guys like wondering about? What what are your questions? Like, let's start with that." It was at, it was at that point that I. <laughs> I threw a joke out there. It yeah. just didn't land well. Well, it was. I'm going to lose sleep tonight. <laughs> well, share lose. what your joke is. Well, I, I said, well, you know what? To be honest, we have a lot of kids and I don't even know. And then it just kind of trailed off. I was hoping he would grab onto and be like, well, it was like that's kind funny, of TJ. Offensive. Like, we don't pay attention to our middle child daughter. Like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I wasn't he's thinking. like this sweet, kind teacher that's like, oh, like, Oh, poor, wow. poor you're, kid you're like, a bad dad <laughs> yeah how dare you like you're a terrible person get out <laughs> and i said i said i'm just kidding sweetie and i grabbed tenley's head <laughs> with like the top of her head <laughs> oh my gosh like no. one of those claw games my hand <laughs> no, came down stop. on top of her head poor thing just kidding oh my gosh what a classic dad moment okay anyway. um so anyways i was like my first thing was like, oh, I'm just wondering like what she's like um, because she's one way at home. But I'm wondering like, is she quiet here? Is she out? Like, does she participate? So I'm I'm like kind of asking the question as if Tenley's not sitting right with us, you know? Right. And he so immediately like uh, and eloquently like shifts it back to like like she's in the room. Well, she was literally in the room. She, she was, was literally sitting, sitting right with there. us. And he's like, well, Tenley, like, um, what do you think? Like, you, like, I felt like you were kind of just observing at the beginning of the year, but, like, you've really been, like, participating and sharing with the class more. Like, she, he totally, like, shifted to, like, it's this, we're all in this together with our kid. It's not just about our kid. So I thought that was really cool right off the bat. And I could tell. Like, just as the conference went on, like, it was, he gave Tenley a piece of paper and, like, it was all about, like, what's your goal? Or what's, like, what do you want to work on? So it was very academic, but, like, it was, like, let's chat about this together. And then he's, like, like, how are we going to measure this? And when do you want to, like, check in? And, like, if, if you meet your goal, like, when should we celebrate? Is it, like next conferences is it christmas break like when do you want to like have a checkpoint so it was all very much like we're in this with her and like and he kept asking her questions and to share yeah i just thought that was cool it wasn't it was so that his world is he's around third grade students all day and third grade is interesting because these kids are eight nine years old i think yeah so eight nine year olds they're not little anymore. They're starting to be able to hold conversations and they know, they understand, you know, like what you're trying to do. Um, they're becoming mini adults, yet they're not grown up at all yet. They're still mm-hmm. very innocent and pure and 
and little, but it's a it's it a, is kind of a pivotal age though of when they start really like caring what their peers think of them and starting to get like maybe like more insecure and not just totally like in la la land anymore. You know, they're starting to like. But he, so the way that just in that 15 minute conference, and this is obviously how he runs his class, is he talks to these eight, nine year olds like they are older. Mm -hmm. And that's how I perceive it. Maybe that's how you should be talking to eight, nine year olds. It's interesting to me as the dad, because I'm like, do I... Am I babying my child at home? Well, even yeah, some of How the language he used. Her? I'm like, does she know what that means? But he kind of like explained it. And she did. She she answered him maturely and sitting there <laughs> yeah. on her with with two feet on the floor. And he did. It did make me think. Like, can I talk to her like this? Exactly. Would she take me seriously? Well, and, and it was great. I loved it. He was talking about the seating chart, or like, there's no seating chart. They. He said the kids pick where they sit every day. And he said, like, oh, it's kind of like they've started deciding the day before where they're going to sit the next day because they like he he made it seem like this was like something the kids like decided was most fair because like the kids who did child like the pre and post child care like would get there earlier. The kids who had late bus. So he's like they now do it this way and like it's just what we decided works for our classroom and he's like later in the year we'll have we'll chat with like I will talk to the class and we'll figure out like what do you guys think should we have a seating chart now is everyone like comfortable with where they are now and it made me remember like Tenley told me that they had a classroom discussion on like should we have homework what do you guys think about homework is that something like we should do in our class so it just seems like everything is kind of like a they're part of the decision process like maybe they really aren't maybe it's just like it seems like they are it seems like they are and it seems like he really values their opinions and like wants them to like kind of like be part of the classroom of every part of it. So what would you say about that? Because I think some people might criticize it and be like, well, he's, he's, um, he, these, these kids are now entitled. He's like, he's feeding into their entitlement basically by letting them run the classroom or letting them decide these things. But I think his strategy is much different. What What would you say about it? I mean, I mean, the vibe I got was that he, is still the authority figure and he still has respect but he empowers these kids and like and encourages them to have a voice and to like to know that they can make decisions and be confident and it's not just like the a dictatorship i here's what i like about it is that i think what he does is he gets the classroom thinking differently yeah. Because I think you grow up in elementary school and there's all these rules. And these are the rules. This is what we're doing today. This is how we're doing it. This is where you're going to sit. Uh, all these things, right? And I think what he's doing, it seems, is he's bringing the classroom into the decision-making process. I'm guessing he still decides. And he mm-hmm. probably lets the students know, like, I will be deciding. This mm-hmm. is not a vote or a consensus, although maybe, maybe things, sometimes it is. Maybe sometimes it yeah. is. But what he's doing is he's he's bringing these third graders into the conversation leading towards making a decision. And 
no matter what the decision is, they're going to be more bought in mm-hmm. because they were involved and they were able to voice into it. And that experience alone, like, yes, let's have a conference about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Forget these readings course. Tell me about, because I think that, totally. that is what I think school needs to be teaching more of mm-hmm. like how that you want to talk about relatability and like yeah. things that you're going to use as an adult, maybe a little math, maybe a lot of reading, but definitely decision-making, definitely mm-hmm. working with groups to talk about all sides of an issue. Yeah. Hear different perspectives. Yeah. And he's feeding into that. I just, that's what like, I, really I remember love. telling, telling me some kids in our class like homework and wanted homework. Like she said, that was what a discussion. Kind of crazy firstborn children. Over there right there? <laughs> but yeah, it just got me thinking like, okay, I would love to be able to ha- foster that type of approach like in our home. Like, I feel like it's, it's one of those things that sounds so good in theory and then when I actually think through it, like I would like quit it in a heartbeat. Like we'd get our, you know, like the old school, like family discussion, which I always like think sounds silly, but how lovely would it be to like actually be able to talk to our children and like talk about, I don't know, of it, like where we want to go on a trip or like what we should do, blah, 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 with blah, blah, blah. Like, I know it's tricky because if they end up deciding on something that we don't want to do, we're stuck. No, no, they more wouldn't so decide. Though. But I just, how do we foster actual conversations? I guess is where I'm going with it because it feels like our family dynamic gets so crazy with four kids and like, you know, they, well, it's not just the number of kids. It typically what happens is if we were so my assumption is if we if we picked even the perfect time, okay, this is when we're gonna have a family discussion. That sounds so boring. <laughs> I know. Uh, we would make it fun. Whenever this takes place over dinner time or whatever, what happens is Winnie's gonna hijack it. She hijacks everything. Anytime that you we were outside trying to have a conversation today, <laughs> two minutes in she came and completely hijacked it. I grabbed her arm and I said, you go over here, go play. <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to talk to mom. And then she really she got it, it. She got in my face. It's like anytime. When it let me look at mom you. Mom and dad try to have a conversation. One of the kids has. To, so in this dynamic, either Winnie or Maisie, somebody, I don't know, somebody would interrupt. I know. Am I wrong? No, someone would interrupt or there would be a fighting or there would be. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so what I just, happened. This is where I'm going with it, though. Like how... Do we foster a situation or environment where we can talk together as a family without there being fighting and yelling? <laughs> because we have a passionate thirdborn who, this was funny, on her, during her conferences, yeah. on a piece of paper, there were three spots for her to write something. And I think it was like something she is happy about or does something she does well. One of them was, what's one thing you want to work on? <laughs> and she wrote, being calm. Yeah, which is so funny because she's actually very quiet and calm in the classroom. But at home, she is not. She goes from zero <laughs> to 100 in an 
instant. Yeah. So we my, kept asking the teacher, like, is she like actually yeah. okay? Because at home she scares me. <laughs> and her teacher's me. like, yeah, I saw in your forum like about her. You said she was very fierce, and I like don't get that from her. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> she just turns it on when she. We gets- actually got a post-it the other day that said. Maisie is a, a model of good behavior in our classroom. <laughs> Goodness, which I believe. But yeah. she gets off the bus and flips a switch. So if we had a family meeting, if somebody said something that she slightly disagreed with, she'd start yelling. Yeah. That's a different problem. There's got to be a way we can discipline our way out of that one. Yes. We'll and then to- Tenley would be doing cartwheels and then accidentally kick someone somebody in the in face. face. <laughs> Teddy, and then Teddy would just get so frustrated I'm gonna go at play like with the my chaos. Yeah, yeah, it's over. So that's all I'm saying is like I also it was like this like idea of like I just feel like they're different with parents and like part of it is they feel safe here to let their guard down and they like go crazy on us because probably part of it is they feel safe. Ooh, that's a great point. I know. We shouldn't still, feel bad because why, they feel safe. Why? <laughs> Listen, we... At school offers order, we offer safety. <laughs> safety. We can't yes. we can't do a whole lot else other than offer safety and love. And some padded rooms. These kids know Cold they're crazy. loved. They know they're loved. <laughs> they know they're safe. I am curious if other parents can relate to their kids being like different at school versus at home. I wonder what the percentage is. Because I do feel like a lot of times people have like a rambunctious goofy kid and they are rambunctious and goofy at school but we've never experienced that like our goofy tenley is so quiet and mature at school <laughs> right reserved i think reserved. she's more shy i yeah. was the same way when i was a kid i think she's probably goofy at recess you know like with her friends yeah maybe it seems like our kids are a unique breed in that way, though. I wouldn't like i'm sure that people are listening right now definitely relate to that but i'm guessing more so Maybe not. Is it the Norwegian in them? <laughs> yeah, it's the Scandinavian blood, which is very. Um, I think it is in like a in a comfortable, safe environment. We let down let down our guards mm-hmm. when we're in public, and we don't know everybody, or we, we you know what I mean. We right. don't feel completely comfortable. We are timid. But, like, do you think they see that in us? I feel no, I like, think it's just in our blood. I know. I, I think but it's in like, our genes. That is fascinating. It is. We'll have to have a psychologist on the podcast sometime yes. to <laughs> dig at that one. Like, what? Like, how did it... I mean, I guess Winnie could go either way, but she's very shy and, like, hesitant to go to school. Yeah, we'll see. We don't... We're but running out of time. it seems like all four of them are the same. Yeah, it's in our blood. I'm telling That's you. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll talk about that some other time. Okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah. My brother's kid. Yeah. I bet you he, their oldest. Who's he's just, goofy at class. I bet you he's himself everywhere. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. So I think he is himself. Yeah. Well, good for him. <laughs> but maybe our kids are themselves at school. All right. Enough of this. <laughs> enough of this hey thanks for listening as always we love hanging out with you here on the funny thing about parenting hopefully we can make you uh, giggle or smirk about your own family and kids because and feel better about yourself that's exactly it (laughs) so until next time for Melissa I'm TJ we'll see you next time on the funny thing about parenting
Bye.